Gemara Betza, Dafyud Gimal, Masechet has been dedicated Latzlachat Shemuel ben Yehudit u'mishpachto and today we're starting the Dafyud Yudbet Amudbet and we're going to start nine lines from the bottom. Gemara tells a story Ushpe zechine deraba barav hanan hava le isuriyata dehardela So the, uh, the host or the landlord of Rabah Barbar Hanan, he had a bundle of mustard stalks. Okay, what does he want to do with them? Amar so he said to the rabbi, Mahu leferuche. So it seems that the mustard seeds are like in an encasement. So he wanted to know, can he crumble the pods? And I guess then the mustard seeds will fall out. Umechal minayhu beyomtov. And he wants to eat them. Now, what's the question? Obviously, there's some halachic issue over here. So the halachic issue is that she says, Mahu de Feruche. Uh-huh. So the question is, well, one side is to say it's Ochen Nefesh. And we know that ochel nefesh is mutal yom tov. So that would be allowed to crush the pods and get the mustard seeds out in order to eat them on yom tov. The other side of the question is, you really could have done this before yom tov. And then it's subject to a melacha, because it's really domeh to the todav dash. Dash is threshing. What is threshing? Where you're banging the, uh, the stalks in order to get the wheat out. So similarly over here, it would be uh, and uh, since you could have done it from the day before, so maybe you're not allowed. So, didn't have the answer. So, he came in front of Ravah and he asked him the question. He told him, So, you're allowed to take the uh, grain and molelim uh, is to rub them. And for that matter, to crumble, kitniot is like beans on Yom Tov in order to take out the kernels or the beans. So therefore, you see what? It is, uh, it is mutar. Uh, what's the reason for this? So that she says, molelin melilot. Oh, beautiful. So he comes along and says that this is dash, it's true, but it's dash kil ahadyad. You're doing it in, a, uh, in an abnormal way, in a shinui, in a different way. And therefore, if you would do such a thing on Shabbat, it would be isud rabbanan. So therefore, on Yom Tov, lo gazru. So therefore, he told them, it's mutar. The Gemara comes along and says, eti be abaye. Abaye questions uh, Rava. We have a brighter. Hamolel melilot me'ereb Shabbat. So the guy rubbed these uh, kernels, or the grains, let's say before Shabbat. And now basically on Shabbat, he's left with the kernels and the chef. He has now, you know, psolet. He has the, uh, the good part, the grain, and he has the, uh, the, the shell. The mahar, so what does he do on Shabbat? Menapeyah miyad liyad ve'ochel. So he could uh, blow it, which means he blows it from hand to hand in order to separate the chaff, and he can eat the kernels. He can use it with his hand. He can do it manually. 
בקנון ולא בתמחוי. But he's not allowed to use these uh, apparatuses. קנון is a, kind of like a funnel, or תמחוי is a big type of uh, sieve. So that you cannot do. You can only do it with your hands. Now, that's בשבת. המולל מלילות מערב יום טוב. Now here's the question right there. You mean מולל de מלילות, you're rubbing the uh, grain from before יום טוב. למחר, when it comes to יום טוב, מנפח על יד על יד ואוכל. You can fan it again by blowing the chaff away a little at a time. ואפילו בקנון ואפילו בתמחוי. On יום טוב, you can even use this קנון and תמחוי, which is a type of apparatus, but לא בטבלה ולא בנפה ולא בקברה. But you're not allowed to use uh, the sieve or these different type of apparatuses that are usually used to... Uh, to filter out uh, big quantities. Point is, you see what from this b'raita, me'erev yom tov in, be'yom tov la, that you're only allowed to do these melilot, to crush the melilot, me'erev yom tov, that's what the b'raita said. If you do it me'erev yom tov, then you could blow or use these different apparatuses on yom tov. But it sounds like the only time you could do it is what? You could only do it me'erev yom tov. So that's a question. On, uh, on what we just, uh, on what Ravad just taught us. Ravad just taught us why you can do the Medilot even on Yom Tov, because it's Kilaharyad. And now we're seeing what? That uh, the Braita says you can't. Gemara says now, Afilu Tema Bi Yom Tov. Really, you can actually crush the Medilot on Yom Tov. The Aidi de Tana Resha Me'erib Shabbat, Tana Sefana Me'erib Yom Tov. That since in the Resha of that Braita, we gave a case of Erib Shabbat. So therefore, in the Sefer, we gave a case also of Erev Yom Tov. But in the Kaname, on the case of the Yom Tov, you can even do the Mililot on Yom Tov. Let's read the Rashi now. Uh, read the Rashi Dibura Matheel. Uh, okay, you can do Avalo Betavla. The reason on Yom Tov, the reason why I'm not allowed to separate with these uh, Kelim is because normally these Kelim are used to handle a big quantity. And if you're going to use it on Yom Tov, the people are going to think that you're separating for tomorrow, which would be a problem. So the Gebara now establishes the question, Me'erev Yom Tov in. Uh, so that's the question. And the Gemara answers, that in Echanami the Braita meant to say, even if you want to be Molel on Yom Tov, and the reason why it said Erev Yom Tov is Agav the Resha that mentioned Erev Shabbat. Good. Now let's go to the next question. Now remember we learned in our Mishnah, that everybody agreed you're not allowed to be mafrish terumah b'yom tov. It's a tikkun. And especially you were able to do it from yesterday. Now, we also know that when is the chiyuv of terumah, which is when does the obligation of terumah fall on a, uh, a product? So it falls on the product when, when there's what we call nigmeram milachto. Nigmeram milachto means it's finished. It's, it's, you finished the uh, 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 um, it's, uh, you know, stages of, uh, of uh, preparing it, and now it's ready to, you know, uh, for uh, consumption. Now, when you're eating these uh, grains, these kernels, 
When is the final uh, stage where it's prepared now for eating? Well, it's after you crush them. So it's not going to be Hayav Terumah until after you crush them. Now, if the fact that the, the, we just learned from Ravah that you're allowed to crush these Mililot on Yom Tov, that means what? Once you finish crushing them, Achshav Nigmeram Melachtam. Achshav now, they're Hayav in Terumah. Well, obviously, if it's telling you you could be molel them, obviously you could eat them also. So that means must be you're going to be mafrish terumah on Yom Tov. What do you mean? I thought we said in our Mishnah, you can't be mafrish terumah on Yom Tov according to everybody. Ben betelel, ben betchamay. So the Gemara says, Imken, if you're telling me that you're allowed to crush these grains or rub these grains on Yom Tov, matzinu terumah shezakai baharamata. We have a case over here where on Yom Tov, you're able to separate terumah. Utnan, but we learned in our Mishnah, lo. This is what said. Im amartem betrumah, she'en zakai baharamata. Terumah, you cannot. Terumah, terumah is not zakai baharamata. You're not allowed to separate it on Yom Tov. But what do you mean? Here we have a case that you can. Now look at Rashi, im ken, bottom Rashi. Im ken, de modelin melilot be Yom Tov, masinu terumah she zakai baharamata. The stam shibolin lo makrishin terumah achi yasu dagan. The hamolel be Yom Tov leochlan, Right, you're going to have to be mafrish teruma in order to eat it, because it's saying you molel. Well, you, you cannot be molel stam and then leave them there. Then you didn't molel shelol etzorich. Obviously, being molel in order to eat. How could you eat it? How you have at that point? So ela what must be smuta to take teruma on yom tov. So how did the mishnah say that lo zakai baharamata? The mara answers la kasha. It's not a question. That which we just said, that you're able to take Terumah Yom Tov, that's following the opinion of Rabbi. Which is the Braita is following Rabbi. And Harabi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Mishnah, that said one is never permitted to separate Terumah, is following the opinion of Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. Tap Rashi. Right. So if you hold like Rabbi, Rabbi will say no problem. You could take Tiruma from the Melilot. And that would be the Braita. I am Mishnah that said there's no Terumah. It's Rabbi Yosib Rabbi Yehuda. Now, Rabbi Yosib Rabbi agrees you could crush the Mililot on Yom Tov. He just holds that you don't have to take Terumah at that point. So therefore, you can eat it without Terumah. As we're going to see now in the Braita. The Tanya, we learned in the Braita. Hechnis Shibolim. Okay, let's say a guy, he brought the Shibolim into his house. Uh, stalks, grain. La'asot mehen isa. So his intention was, from the get-go, that he wants to make a flour out of them, and then he wants to turn it into dough. Which means, uh, obviously he has to thresh it, and then he has to take away the, uh, the chef, that's zoreh, and then he puts it in a uh, pile. That's where you pile up the, uh, the kernels. And then after you pile up the kernels, you smoothen it, that's called miruah hakri. And normally, uh, at that point over there, 
you already prepared it for making flour. And therefore, that's really considered gemar melachtan. That's the normal way we say tirumah is hayab at the point of mirua hakri. Again, the chaff, when you take the uh, barley uh, uh, stalks, they're not ready for, 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 for eating or, or, or producing food at that point. You got to prepare them. So when is the final uh, production uh, made? After you threshed it and you winnowed it, that's zoreh, borer, das, zoreh, borer, and then you uh, take the kernels and put them in a pile and you smoothen it. That's called miruah hakari. At that point, it's permissible to uh, eat, uh, uh, I'm sorry, to take, no, not permissible, at that point it's hayab in tiruma. Now what does this brighter say? So your intention was, you want to make dough from this. At this point, you can still snack on them. And you patur from tiruma. Why? Because these are not finished yet. It's still a stalk. And minat Torah, by the way, you're not hayav in tiruma. And if you're not hayav in tiruma, you could eat. But the rabbi said, we don't want you to eat it in a permanent fashion, achilat keva, we'll let you eat it, achilat aray. Why? You're not hayav in tiruma yet. You didn't yet turn it into a pile and smoothen it. Rashi, ochel mehen aray. Fantastic. Now, but let's say you brought these uh, grains with intention to rub them and eat them. So that's it. They're ready. They're ready to go. If your intention is going to eat them right away, all you got to do now is rub them and the kernels are going to come out. So now, Rabbi Mechayev. So Rabbi is going to say, you're obligated to take Terumah Immediately before you snack on them. Why? Because that is considered Gemar Melachtam. And therefore you see what? Rabbi's Mechayim. Therefore the Rabbi will say in the Braita that you're allowed to take Tirumah on a Yom Tov from these Melilot. But Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Poter. Rabbi says, no, even in such a case where you brought them in to crush, they're still going to be patur from Tirumah. Very good. So that could be the Mishnah. There's never a case of Kuntri B'Yusib B'Yuda where you'll be able to take Tirumah on Yom Tov, even in the case of Melilot. Because even in the case where you brought these stalks in in order to crush, then are Hayab in Tirumah. Let's read the logic now. Rabbi Mechayev. Right, that, right, that, 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 that is its final production. You, you're not planning on making dough out of this. So therefore you don't have anything more to do but just crush them. So therefore the second you bring them into the house, the B.O.C. says, Hayav into Rumah. Now why is the B.O.C. say patur? Exactly. The B.O.C. says, I don't care. You're eating it in a different way. You're not eating it in a normal way. The normal way is, what the Torah says, Hayav Terumah, is Dagan, or Digun, collecting it, gathering them in a pile. And until you gather it in a pile, even though you decided to eat it that way, you decided to eat it with crushing, and just uh, eat the kernels whole, doesn't matter. That's not going to be Mechayev Terumah. So it comes out that uh, according to uh, uh, the Mishnah, which is Rabbi Yoseh, Rabbi Yehuda, you don't have a case of taking Terumah on Yom Tov. Which is fine. That's exactly our Mishnah. 
So the Gemara asks, Would it be Yosef, would it be Yehuda? What are you talking about? You have a case. Even according to the Yosef, would it be Yehuda? Where you would be obligated to take Teruma on uh, Yom Tov. What's the case? So let's say the guy brought the grains into Yom Tov, or let's say before Yom Tov, ahead of Yom Tov, and his kavanah was initially, I'm making dough out of this. So we know that at that point, what? Then already, dough, when is the Gemar Melachtam? At the time of Miru Hakri. After you uh, thresh them and you winnow them and you made the pile and you smoothen them. So, what happened? On Yom Tov, the guy changed his mind. And at that point, he decided what? I'm going to rub them and I'm going to crush them and I'm going to eat the kernels on Yom Tov. Now what happens? The tavla They become tevel, which means untied or antirumad, on that day, which is on Yom Tov, even according to the B. Yoseh. The question is, why? So let's read Rashi. Rashi says, Ufarchinan lerava. It's in the middle of Rashi. Ufarchinan lerava. The Amar Molavin. The Rabbi Yosef. The Rabbi Yehuda. Right. Which is basically it's saying over here that even Rabbi Yosef will be modeh that when the person brought it into his house on the Edom Yom Tov, so of course, at that point over there, his kavanah was for regular digun, uh, regular for uh, Isa, therefore you have to thresh it, and but the fact that he changed his mind, the modelan, and uh, therefore he's going to eat it now uh, in the Medilot, even the Biyos is going to model that it becomes tevel on Yom Tov, which means the moment that he changes kavanah, because again, since initially when he brought them in for Gordon on the head of Yom Tov, so therefore the Hayab into the water Masrot. Because that's the normal way of eating it. The Hayab into the Once there's a Hayyub of Tirumot and Masrot, so therefore now he changed. Now he changed. He's still going to be Hayab. Because they went into the house on the head of Yom Tov with a Hayyub. Are you changed now to do Melilot? Even the BOC is going to say Hayab. So wait, don't tell me that what. That the Mishnah is the Biyoseh B'Rabi Yehuda. Because even according to the Biyoseh, we have a case that you'll be Hayab Tirumah on Yom Tov with Melilot. Yamara says, Ela, Mai Tirumah, Rov Tirumah. Rashi. Ela, Mai Tirumah, Rov Tirumah. Okay, Garcina, I'm going to say, Ela, Mai Itlat Khamimah. Which means really the Mishnah can be Ben Rabbi, Ben Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef. We everybody. Aye, but the Mishnah says that you can't take Tiruma on Yom Tov. 
So the Gemara says, what does it mean you can't take Terumah? It means Rov Terumah. The majority of the cases, you're not going to take Terumah. It's true, we just gave you a case over here that if you brought it in, Leshem Mirua Hakri on Erev Yom Tov, so there was a Hayuv, and then you change your mind, the Hayuv doesn't go away. That's a rare case. But when the Mishnah says, Eno Zakai Baramata, it means in the Rov cases, it's not Zakai Leharamata. And therefore, because again, in most stages, in most cases, the final stage is the, the normal uh, the way, where you thresh it and then you, you, make, you make a pile. Uh, and therefore, in those cases, you could have done it from before Yom Tov. And that's why you're not allowed to do it. It's not so common that a person brings it the of Yom Tov and then uh, changes his mind. So therefore, the Mishnah can actually be both Ben Lidabi and Ben Lidabi Yosef, Ben Lidabi Yehuda. If you learn the Mishnah, that means Rov Terumah. So that's the conclusion over here that our Mishnah can be going like everybody. Okay, now the Gemara goes back. Amar Abaye. Abaye says, Mahloket b'shibudin. This ma'loket between Rabbi and Rabbi Yoseh. Why? What was the ma'loket that we had between Rabbi and Rabbi Yoseh? We had the case where a guy brings in uh, these uh, chef or this chef, this shibodin, and he wants to crush them. Rabbi said, "Hayavin teruma," and therefore you cannot eat them. And what did the Rabbi Yoseh say? Rabbi Yoseh, Rabbi Yoseh said, "No, it's not hayavin teruma." And therefore, you can eat them at that point. So it says, That's only talking about grain. But when it comes to beans, everybody agrees that once you made it to a bundle, already in which is even though you didn't thresh it and you didn't make a pile out of it, the Biyoseh, but the Biyoseh will be modeh. Beans are different. It's enough by beans to bundle it, and that's it. That's Gemar Melachtam. By wheat, the Biyoseh, the Biyoseh said, what's the Gemar Melachah? Heaping it, piling it. Miruah Hakri. Mashiach and not by beans. So therefore, uh, look at Rashi, Mahloket B'Shibulim. Most people, he says, or a lot of people, the way they eat the beans, they don't pile them up. They bring them in, they pile them up, and then uh, they take a little and they throw it into their pot. So therefore, at the time that you, you tie them down into a bundle, even Rabbi Yosei will say that is considered the gemar melacha, and therefore, when you bring it in the house like that, the chayuv of terumah is going to be immediately. So the Gemara says, "I'll bring you a proof that there's certain items that are chayuv terumah according to Rabbi Yosei Rabbi Yehuda, even before miruah, even before piling, even just by bundling." What's the proof? Okay, we have this tiltan over here. So tiltan is a type of uh, a type of bean. They always call it fenugreek. So therefore, this uh, fenugreek over here, he had the bundles of it, and it was what? It was tevel. It was un, uh, un, uh, untied. No terumot yet. Hareze kotesh. 
So let him bang them, and now the seeds are going to come out. Umehashev kama zera yesh bahem, and then calculate how many seeds came out. Umafrish ala zera, and then you have to take shteruma only for the seeds. The enumafrish ala etz. You don't have to separate teruma for the stalks. Now, what are we talking about over here? These are bundles. That are bundles whatever. So you see what? This is talking about that the hayav and teruma in the bundling stage, even before you made a pile. Okay, so therefore you see, all you see from this brighter so far is that there's certain items like beans, like the fenugreek, that have seeds, that are hayav before piling. But who's the author of this uh, Braita? Well, my love, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudahi. It's got to be going like Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah. The Amar Hatam, Lo Tabla. Which means, it's coming to say, normally where we said grains, grains are not considered Tevel in the bundling stage. But Hacha, Tabla. But here indeed, it is. So that, that's the Hidush of the Braita. That normally we say what when it comes to wheat? No. Wheat, you gotta actually pile. That's the Biose's opinion. So he's coming to Brighton and say, but not fenugreek, not tiltan. Tiltan, it's enough, already to bundle. So you see what? That the Biose agrees in certain cases of Kitni Yod, bundling is enough. That's the Gemara's proof. Gemara says, La, no. Rebihi, the author of that. Uh, Braita is actually Rabbi. Now, if it's Rabbi, so what are you telling me about fenugreek? According to Rabbi, even stalks, if you bundle it and your intention is to crush them with your hands, you're hayav in teruma at that point. What are you jumping to fenugreek for? Just tell me even shibolim. Yabara says, Irabihi, my tiltan. Why did you have to discuss the case of bundling tiltan? According to Rabbi, even Shibulin is a Hayav. So the Gemara says, which means, tell me the Hidush, the, the bigger Hidush is by grains, because grains is a Mahloket. So tell me the Hidush by grains. To tell me that when you, when, when you have a grain that most people normally make piles, and still the uh, Rabbi says, when you uh, uh, have kavanah to crush them and eat them immediately like that, Yahayav and Turumah, what did you jump to uh, 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 fenugreek for? So the Gabbara says, oh, Elamai. So we're going back. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. So you want to say the Braita is Rabbi Yosef, and what are you teaching me? That you see that Rabbi Yosef, Yehuda, by beans, it's enough just to, to, to bundle them up. The Gabbara says, Lishma'inan sha'ar kitniyot. Tell me other cases of beans. Bekolcheken tiltan, and I know automatically tiltan. Midrashi lishmeinan she'ar minekit nuyot. The tablu b'habile ve'afapi she'had be'osin mehen kiriu meruach. Bekolcheken tiltan shehu notno me'at me'at bekedira lematek benotno be'aso. Exactly, which means if it's a biosibir biuda, tell me the bigger hedush. Tell me even beans that most people, even though they pile them. But beans, we're going to say that since people eat them in the kedera a little at a time, so even when you came and you brought them in the house in the bundle, it's going to be hayab. And then I'll say, well, koshikin tiltam, which is more common to eat them a little at a time, and therefore people don't uh, uh, pile them up. 
So therefore, the Gemara is coming to say, again, if you want to prove that this is the Biyosim and the Biyuda, it should have said, Sh'ar Kitniyot. So the Gemara says, Ela, Tiltan, it's Terichele. So you have to say that the Braita went out of its way to tell me Tiltan. It wanted to tell me Hadush by Tiltan. Because we asked the question, if it's the B, tell me even grains. If it's the Biyosim and the Biyuda, tell me even Sh'ar Kitniyot. What, according to everybody, why did the Brighton pick Tiltan? No, it picked Tiltan for a specific reason, to teach me. That the stalk of the fenugreek and its seeds taste the same, which means I would have thought that maybe the, the wood or the, 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 the bark, the, 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 the pod of the fenugreek, lefrosh na Maybe you have to take Tiruma even on that. Kamashmalan, that you don't. Dashi, ila tiltan in Sarikhale, ul olam. Really, I'll tell you the Braita is the B. And you ask me a question. If it's the B, why did you tell me tiltan? You should have told me even Shibolin. Because the B says even Shibolin, which is a bigger Hadush that most people uh, uh, pile them, and still, if you did it to, uh, to crush them, right away to eat them, it's Hayav and You're right. The reason why I chose Tiltan is to tell me a bigger Hiddush of Tiltan. That what? You would have thought that you have to give Tirumah not only on the seeds, but you have to give Tirumah even on the Eitz, because it has the same taste. Kamash you don't. But you do not have an Ayah for what we said in the Biyosib and the Biyudah. Odpam, the Biyosib and the Biyudah, we argue that says what? That by grains, that's the final production, and that's when you're going to be Hayav and Turuma. But by beans, no. And we try to bring Ara'aya from uh, the Tiltan, but we said, no, the Tiltan is going Aliba Derebi. Okay, that's one version of this uh, Sugya. Now we bring a Ika de Amre. Ika de Amre, Amar Abayir. Abayir comes along and says, Mahloket b'shibulin. That the whole mahloket between the B uh, and the B.O.C. is talking about grain. Like we learned. What is the mahloket? Rabbi says, even grain, if you're planning on crushing it and rubbing it, hayav in terumah. And the B.O.C. will say, no. About b'kitniyot. But when it comes to beans, devreya kol isuriyata lo tabla. That everybody agrees that when you bundle the, um, the, 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 the legumes or the kitniyot, everybody agrees it does not make them tevil. And it's not subject to tirumah until you thresh them and put them into piles. Mamash, different rabotai. Rabotai, you see what's going on over here? Abayin now made a, made a 180 on us. In the first version, we said, what? No, when it comes to beans, even the biyosevri, that would be modeh, it's hayab tirumah, even in an earlier stage. Even if you're planning on uh, uh, crushing them, it's hayab. Now we're saying, no. The mahlok is by shibulin, whether you need miruah or not. But by beans, everybody says, it's not hayab until you pile them up. Okay? So now the Gemara comes along and says, metiveh, same question. Mi shayulo havile tiltan shultebel. You had these bundles of Tiltan, of the fenugreek. And what? It's Tevin. I'll stop right there. 
according to you, you just told me that all beings, everybody agrees, it's not Hayab and Tirumah until you actually pilot. And here you're telling me you have a bundle of fenugreek, of tiltan, and it's Hayab already in Tirumah. Because the Braita says, Hareze Kotesh crushed them. Figure out how much zera is inside of them. And separate Tiruma for the zera. And you don't have to take from the wood. My love, Now, when it says that you have Habile Tiltan of Tevil, what does Tevil mean? It sounds like to me you didn't take Tiruma yet, meaning it's Hayab and Tiruma. Tevil means it's considered unedible because you didn't take what you're supposed to take. Now, look out, what are we talking about? What are you supposed to take at this point? Tiruma. Hold it. Hold it. You just told me, Abaye, that when it comes to kitniyot, beans, legumes, whatever you want to call it, everybody holds. It's not Hayab and Tiruma until you pile it. And now the Braita is saying, no, it's already Hayab in the bundling stage. And the Chaurah, when it says Tevil, it meant, meaning it's Hayab in Tirumah. The Yamara says, no, really it is not Hayab in Tirumah. Wait, if it's not Hayab in Tirumah, so then why is it called Tevil? So the Yamara says, La. Tevil Tavul Shel Tirumah Ma'asir. Now, let me remind you, Rabotai, there's a different type of Tirumah that's called Tirumah Ma'asir. What is Tirumat Ma'asir? So we know that you give 10%, first you give 2%, let's say, to the Kohen, that's called Tirumat. And then you give 10% from the leftovers to the Levi, that's called Ma'asir Yishon. And the Levi has to take Ma'asir Minha Ma'asir, or Tirumat Ma'asir, it's the same thing. He takes 10% of his 10%, and he gives it to the Kohen. It's called Tirumat Ma'asir. Now, until the Levi gives his tirumat ma'asir to the Kohen, his ma'asir is called tevil. It's not edible. And now we're talking about a case over here where you have the tiltan. And the tiltan is in a uh, bundle. It's not hayab in tirumat. You're right, it's not hayab. You don't got to give tirumat to the Kohen. But uh, the case we're talking is the Levi jumped the gun and he went and he took his ma'asir from the tiltan when it was still in bundles. Now, even though you didn't pile it, it was not subject to tirumah yet. However, the ma'asir is a ma'asir. Oh, hadush. I could have argued and said, well, if you didn't give the tirumah yet, so the ma'asir is nothing either. No, the ma'asir is a ma'asir. Now, if the ma'asir is a ma'asir, now there's tirumat ma'asir in there. So it's tevel until the Levi gives the tirumat ma'asir. I repeat. Really, bundling is not Hayab in regular Tirumah, or Tirumah Gidolah, as we call it. That's the Tirumah we give to the Kohen. No, like Abaya said, it's only Hayab once you pile it. Oh, but over here it called this bundle of Tiltan Tevil. Yeah, it's a strange case. It's talking about when the Levi came along and jumped the gun, and he took his Maaser. So that Maaser that he took, the Hadushis, it's called Maaser. And therefore, until he gives us Tirumat Maaser, we're going to call that uh, uh, Maaser Tebel. Uktrabi Abahu Amar Bishamon ben Lakish. Tamar Abi Abahu Amar Bishamon ben Lakish. Maaser Rishon Shigdimo Bishibolin. 
Shemo toblo litrumat maaser. The case over there is where the Levi went in the stalks of wheat and he grabbed his maaser when it was still stalks. What do you mean stalks? It's not even hayav in yet. But he went early, when the, in the stalk level, stalk stage, shibulim stage. And he took his maaser. So the hadush of the rab of Iris of Rishtakish is, it's called maaser. Again, I could have argued and said, you took it early, it's nothing. Refund it. No, it's called maaser. And therefore, the law is, is give me hayab in terumat maaser. Now the Gemara comes along and says, wait, wait. What are you talking about? You want to learn that that case of the Tiltan, that we said it's called Tevin, it's the Inyan Tirumat Maaser, Kotesh Lamali. What do you tell me that the Levi has to crush it now and give the seeds to the Kohen? Which means, let him just give the stalks, let him give the actual fenugreek. Let him tell the Kohen, listen, the guy gave me my ma'asir like this. He gave it to me like this, so I'm giving you your terumat ma'asir like this. Which means, why are you making the Levi crush the uh, fenugreek, which is a terha? Let him just give him 10% of the stalks. Then let him say, and if the Kohen says, hey, what do you give me stalks over here? Say, listen, buddy, that's the way I got it, as my ma'asir, and I'm giving you terumat ma'asir the way I received it. So Gibra says, Amar it's a knas, it's a penalty. You, Mr. Levi, you shouldn't accept this ma'asir. You should have asked, hey, did you give me terumah first? You didn't investigate. Oh, because you accepted the ma'asir before the terumah? Now we put a knas on you. What? We're going to make you toil. Now you're going to have to prepare it for the kohen properly. You can't just get away with saying, here, take your fenugreek and go do it yourself. No, you actually have to crush it and give it to the kohen in the seeds uh, again, as a penalty for accepting Maaseh before Tirumah was separated. Tanya Ben Levi. We have a case of Ben Levi. So they gave the uh, Levi Maaseh when it was still Shibodin, when it was still uh, 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 stalks of grain. He has to finish the process, he has to crush them and make a pile, and then give his Tudumat Ma'asir. Anavim, if they gave him grapes, Oseh Otan Yain has to finish the process, turn them into wine. Zitim, if they gave him olives, Oseh Otan Shemen, he has to finish the process, make them into oil. Umafrish Alehem Tudumat Ma'asir, and then he gives the Tudumat Ma'asir, Venotnam La Kohen. Shekeshem, what do you see from over here? You took it early. You took it early. Now you have to finish the process. You can't just give the Kohen what they gave you. Just, just, just like Tiruma Gedola. Enani Telet is not taken. Ela Minagoren, which means what? It's taken from what's called the Goren. What's the Goren? From the, from the pile, which means from the finished. Finished product. You only give it from the finished product, which means from the silo, which is after the wheat is already threshed and put into the silo in the granary, and from the yekev when the wine is processed, the grapes are processed into wine. So therefore, you see over here, that rule of the Braita, 
that said that the uh, fenugreek, the tiltang, when it's bundled, is tevel, it's not tevel for teruma. Abayah says, when it comes to these items, it's not until you pile it. Oh, but you call the tevel. Yeah, it's the case where the Levi took it, uh, got, his, got his stuff early, and therefore it's tevel, and yan terumat ma'asir. So the Gemara said, so tevel shema'asir, what does he have to crush it for? No, kanas. Because you took it early, so therefore we're going to make you give it in its final product, just like normally you would give teruma in its final product to the Kohen, so too you give it to the Levi, uh, to the Kohen in such a state. Now the Gemara says, when he gives it terumat ma'asir, how does he give it? He crushes the um, he crushes the fenugreek and he calculates. Ma'ashev sounds like more like he estimates. Estimates. Do you give terumot from estimation or do you give it precisely? So the Gemara says Mehashev ha'medida ba'eh. You have to measure the ma'asir to, 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 to the right shiur. Hamani abba el azar ben gimalhi. Okay, what does he say? The the Tanya Abba El Azar bin Gimal Omer Benachab Lachem Terumatchem. So over here the Pasuk talks about a plurality of Terumot. Bishte Terumot Akatur Medaber. Achata Terumagedola, the Achat Terumat Maaser. The first Terumah is the Terumat Gedola, which goes to the Kohen, and then you have the second Terumat Maaser, which the Levi gives to the Kohen. And the Turaz Putting them together. Just like Terumah there's no shi'ud. You give it an estimation. And you can also give it mentally. You don't have to actually physically separate it. You can just say, Terumah is in this uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, pile on the left side. And you can eat the right side. You can even just you know, mentally uh, separate it. So to Turumat Maaseh can be given in guesstimation and the Mahshaban also meant it. So you do see there's an opinion that you're allowed to estimate the Shi Rud. Okay, let's just read the Rashi uh, where he says, Mehashev, second line in Rashi, Mehashev, Hamidida Ba'eh. If you would have learned it, Pashut, that the Tevel of the Fenugreek case is Tiruma, regular Tiruma Gedola, now I understand why the Braita says, give it an estimation. Because Tirumagadullah does not give a shiur how much you have to give the Kohen. So therefore, in Ekhanami, give it in an estimate. But now that you're telling me that it's Tirumat Ma'asir, do, are you allowed to give Tirumat Ma'asir in estimation? And the Gemara answers yes. Like we learned from uh, the rabbi, um, Abba uh, Yoseh, or Rabbi Abba Il Azab bin Gimab. That said, both can be given in estimation. Now the Yamara continues. Gufa, we learned above. Amar Let's say the Levi got his Maasir Rishon early. When the stalks, they, before they were pounded and put into a pile, before Tiruma 
was Hayav, he got his Maaser. Uh, so it says, Shemo Toblo, and already it's called Maaser to make a Tebel, Litrumat Maaser. And therefore, the Levi is going to be Hayav to give Terumat Maaser. My Ta'ama, what's the reason why it becomes Tebel, even though it's an early stage of Shibulim? Of stalks, Amar Rava, Oil Viatza Alav Shem Maaser, because she called it Maaser. Once you say Arez Maaser, that's it. Even though he did it early, doesn't matter. It has the Shem of Maaser. It has that has that name. So Amar Rabbi Shimon Ben Nakish Maaser Rishon Shigdimo B'Shibolin. When you take the Maaser Rishon early, Patur Mitruma Gedola. Interesting. He doesn't have to give Turumat to the Kohen. He only has to give Terumat Ma'asir. But he doesn't have to give the 2%. He doesn't have to give Terumat Gedola. Patumat Gedola, Shene Emar, as the Pasuk says, Vahalemotem mimenu Terumat Hashem Ma'asir mena Ma'asir. The Levi, it says, has to separate from his Chilek Ma'asir mena Ma'asir. So the Gemara makes a derash. Ma'asir mena Ma'asir amarti lecha. Velot Terumat Gedola u Terumat Ma'asir mena Ma'asir. You only have to separate one item, Levi. You only have to separate Tirumat Ma'asir. But you're not obligated to celebrate, to, to separate Tirumat Ma'asir and, and, and Tirumat Gedola. So therefore, Hadush, although it's called Ma'asir, it's called Ma'asir only the Inyan that he has to give Tirumat Ma'asir. But it's not called Ma'asir that he has to give the Tirumat that was not given yet. Amalera papal abaye, iachi afilu ikdimo bichri nameh. Which means, even let's say, if the, uh, he separated Ma'asir before the Tirumah, which means, let's say he put it in a pile already. Let's say you piled it already. And now you gave the Ma'asir first. So we should say, oh, the Levi doesn't have to give Tirumah because he only has to give only Ma'asir. Which is, why are you telling me only he doesn't have to give Tirumah, the Levi doesn't have to give the Tirumah? when he got it in the stalks, even if he got it in the Kri. Let's say they piled it first. And now the Levi got his Ma'asir first. He should also be Patur. That when the Levi gets his Chayalik, he has to give all the Terumot. What does all the Terumot mean? Terumat Ma'asir, Terumat Gedola. So the Gemara says, wait, Umara Ita. Make up your mind. One time you tell me the Levi only has to give Tirumat Ma'asir and not Tirumat Gedola. And then you tell me when the Levi gets it, he has to give everything. Maraita. Why are you telling me that when it's a stalk, he's patu from Tirumat Gedola. And when it is a kri, he's hayab. What's your determination? Kabbalah is very simple. Ha'idgan, lo idgan. This was made into a pile. It was finished. Once it's finished, it's a chayyuf tirumah. Once it's a chayyuf tirumah, and the Levi took his ma'asir early, I don't care. This was already chayyav in tirumah. Therefore, he has to give the tirumah. Mashi'ike, when he took it in the stalks, in the stalks, it was not chayyav tirumah yet. So therefore, when the Levi gets his ma'asir, he's not going to be chayyav. Okay, Rabotai, and now we continue the last part of today's sugya. Now, we know that the Inyan Tirumah, you need what's called Gemar Melacha. 
Jeez, once the process, <coughs> the, the preparing of the product is done, now already it's hayab in uh, terumah. So the Gebarah says, Tenan hatam. We learned over there in a Mishnah. Hamikalef se'orim. What's the guy doing over here? The guy is peeling barley kernels. Okay, I guess he wants to eat the kernels live, whole. You just got to take the shell off. So the Mishnah says, Mikalef ahat ve'ahad. Let him peel one at a time. Ve'ochel. Ve'im kilef ve'natan letoch yado. But if he peeled a lot of them, and then he placed them in his hand, he's going to be hayav. Ma'ze hayav? Ma'asir. Rashi, ha'mekalef se'orim. Le'ochlan kilofim hayim ve'ochel u'patu men ha'ma'asir t'chi ha'gavna achilat arayi u'b'shelon et ma'rechuk ha'el she'mekalfan metoch shibod shilahim. Beautiful. These, these barleys over here, they're not hayav in terumah. You didn't pile them up in a pile. So therefore, you're eating them now, what we say, as long as you eat them aray, you're okay. So he's eating one at a time. No problem. There's no chayyub of, of, of terumot yet over here, ma'asir. And therefore, you're allowed to eat them. And patur ma'asir, because again, it's achilat aray, and the she says below netmaraya. However, if he already peels enough of them, and he puts them in his hand, hayab, why? Uh, so what happens over here? Once he peeled off some barley, he collects them in his hands, so that's already eating it in the regular way. That's considered keba. Now, even though it's not hayab and ma'asir yet, but you're not allowed to eat it achilat keba. You're only allowed to eat it achilat aray. Okay. Very good. So the Gebarah says, that's a ma'asir law, by the way. So you get the law good. When you're eating uh, barley, and you didn't pile it yet. So there's no hayyuv of tirumot, there's no hayyuv of ma'asrot. Beautiful. So you eat uh, one at a time, eat it. I ah, didn't take ma'asir yet. You don't have to. It's called achilat aray. Fine. But if you, if you bundle them, or not bundle them, if you pile them in your hands, now you're eating them in a, in a permanent way. That's asur. No problem. Amar bir azad le shabbat. This law applies to shabbat. What are we talking about shabbat? Rashi. Beautiful, separate law. Same thing regarding Shabbat. What's the guy doing? He's eating these barleys. Okay. One at a time, no problem. What should be the problem on Shabbat? You're allowed to eat. Yeah, but you're not allowed to be mefarek. You're separating the chef from the uh, from the uh, from the grain, from the barley. Well, if you do one at a time, it's it's not a normal way, and you're doing it in order to eat, so therefore, it's okay. But if you do a lot, that's considered a regular, normal way of doing dash, which is mifarek in this case, and therefore it's going to be hayaf. Beautiful. So the Gebarah says, Ini, what are you talking about? We have a contradiction. Rav used to peel off cups of his barley kernels. Uh, his wife uh, used to do that for, for, the, for the rabbi on Shabbat. And the Bihiyah's wife also would do that and peel many of them and collect them on Shabbat. 
So how could he say to be Azadar it's Asu? We see these great rabbis, their wives did it. Kaseh Kaseh, she says, Malek Kosot. She filled up cups of these uh, kernels. Ela, you're right. Itmar, when Rabbi El Azam mentioned Shabbat, he was mentioning a different law. He didn't mean Legabe this law. Legabe this law in economy, you can fill up uh, as many as you want. There's no problem. Ela, he meant, he was talking Asefa Itmar. He was regarding the end of that Mishnah. Now, we didn't read the end of the Mishnah, so we're going to read it now. You have these hitin, uh, and you want to rub them in order to get the wheat out. But now once you rub it, what do you have in your hand? You have wheat, and you also have the chef. So you have to actually fan it. You have to blow uh, from hand to hand in order to separate the chef, in order to eat the kernels. And you don't have to take maser. You don't have to take ma'aseh because again there was no miruah hakriyat. Therefore, you're allowed to eat it in a temporary uh, manner. Vimnipeyah venatan letochecho. But let's say you fanned it and then you place the kernels in your lap. You're collecting them. Hayav because why? Now you're eating the uh, the item, the wheat, in a permanent manner. Even though it's not hayav in ma'aseh yet, but you're not allowed to eat it. Bachilat keva. Good. Now Rabbi Azar came along and said. That a person, if you want to break these kernels on Shabbat of the wheat, and you want to fan it right away and eat, no problem. But it's forbidden to collect them in his lap. Now what are we talking over here? So now, read Rashid says, no. So the, and, 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 right. And, 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 what's, and what's the issue over here? I guess it's a borer issue. That means, you're only allowed to borer a small amount in order to eat it immediately. You're separating over here the wheat and the chaff. So you're allowed to separate. You're doing it in your hand. You'll probably have to eat it right away. But if you're going to separate and put it in your lap on Shabbat, that's going to be a problem. So just like the Nyan Ma'asid, it's a problem. You can have a problem of selecting. You can have a problem of borer. Uh, Gemara says, Matkif la Rabbi Abba Bar Mamal. He has a question. Veresha, in the Resha. What was the Resha case? The first case was not wheat. The first case was barley. So what were we saying over here? You're not allowed to peel off the uh, barley and collect the kernels and eat them because then already once you collected them, it's keva. So it says, Lema'asir in. The Shabbat, no? Are you going to tell me that Le'inyan Ma'asir is considered a Keva, but not Le'inyan Shabbat? Which means, Le'inyan Shabbat, you didn't mention the Resha. That means you're going to tell me it's considered a Keva, Le'inyan Ma'asir, but it's not going to be considered a Melacha, the Gabe Shabbat. Which Melacha are we talking about over here? The Melacha over here. First, let's continue the Gemara for a second. Umi ika midi the inyan Shabbat lo avi gemar melacha ulemaaser avi gemar melacha, which means if peeling off these kernels and collecting them is considered a gemar melacha, mean you're done. It's considered already a gemar melacha le inyan maaser. 
So therefore, it's got to be a gemar melacha, the inyan, Shabbat. And therefore, he should be subject to a melacha. Now, what melacha is this over here? Let's read the Rashi. Do we have Rashi? Unbelievable. Rashi does not tell us over here. So let's read over here uh, what we're discussing. We're discussing over here Yeah, you see, uh, uh, over here now we ran into a, uh, a problem because now, uh, originally Rashi said the issue was, it's not Hayab and Maser. The, 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 let's review how we learned till now because there's a, there's a discrepancy here. Originally the way we learned was that the reason why you can't put them in your lap, these, uh, these uh, barleys over here, because then already you're eating them, we're putting them in your hands, a, a, a bundle of them in your hands, these, these, these kernels, because now you're eating it in keva. It's not hayav in maser. Why is it not hayav in maser? You didn't make miruah. And therefore, if you didn't make miruah, you can't, uh, 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 you're not hayav in maser, but you can't eat them in a permanent way. Now we're learning differently. Now, now we're, we're changing from the way we understood it. Now we're learning the reason why you can't put it in your hand, in, in a group of them, a bundle of them. Why? Because now it's considered gemar melacha. Okay, it's a new way of learning. Now it's considered gemar, gemar melacha means what? It's going to be hayav in Ma'asir. Wait. So if it's going to be hayav in, 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 in ma'asir, so therefore it's considered gemar melacha le'inyan ma'asir. So if it's considered gemar melacha le'inyan ma'asir, it should be considered gemar melacha le'inyan Shabbat. Shabbat. Exactly. And therefore what? When the guy's eating these uh, wheats over here, and you, 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 you peel them, you put them in your hand, you peel them put in your hand, it should be considered what? Uh, 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 forbidden on Shabbat. You should not. Why is it permissible to collect them in a, uh, in, 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 in a cup? The Chavra, you made Gemar Melacha. Which means, if you tell me it's a Gemar Melacha for Maaser, the Chavra, it's going to be considered a Gemar Melacha for Shabbat. <clears throat> and therefore, you did a Melacha here on Shabbat. Which is, how could you, can I make this simple? How could you call something a melacha for ma'asir and not a melacha for Shabbat. The Chaurah, if it's considered a gemat, you're not allowed to do melacha on Shabbat, you know that. You can't do melacha on Shabbat. So therefore, it's considered a gemat melacha. Okay, gemat melacha for ma'asir. So, so how can you tell me on Shabbat it's okay? Because again, at this point you said the Shabbat was not talking about the resha. The Shabbat case was talking about uh, the wheat. What do you mean? But the Chaurah and the resha also have a problem. You would not be able to do this on Shabbat. Matkif la... Rav Sheshat Bered Rav Idi. Gemara says, uh, what do you mean? Sometimes you can have an inyan for ma'asir. Sometimes you can have an inyan for ma'asir, that's a melacha, but maybe not for Shabbat. Maybe they don't go together. They gornan le ma'asir. Which means, when it comes to ma'asir, what's the rule to make it a gemar melacha? The gorin. And what's gorin? The final process. Detnan, ezu gornan de ma'asir. Which is what's considered the final process of different vegetables that once already you did this final process, you can't snack on it anymore. Now already it's considered hayav and ma'asir and therefore it's asur afilu be'aray. So the Gemara gives a couple of cases. Hakishu'in, ba'adilu'in, cucumbers, pumpkins. Mishiyi paksu, when the blossom falls off. Mishilo paksu, and when the blossoms didn't fall off, then the, the final stage is, Mishi Amid, 
Arema, when you put them in a pile. Utnan namek abe besalim, by onions. What do we say? Mishi amid arema, gemad melacha is when you pile the onions. Now I want to ask you a question. That's considered gemad melacha. You piled onions. Now it's considered gemad melacha. Now I ask you a question. Legabesh Shabbat, if you pile onions, that's a melacha? Of course not. So therefore, what are you talking about? The, the, the gemad melacha of Maaseh, it's got nothing to do with the gemad melacha of Shabbat. The Gemara says, "Ve'ilu gabesh shabbat ha'amadat adema patur." We know over here, uh, 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 if you if you pile a, uh, 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 a bunch of onions, we don't consider that a melacha. So therefore, what's the problem? You could have a gemar melacha le'nyan maaser, but not necessarily gemar melacha le'nyan Shabbat. Read Rashi for a second. Uh, read the Rashi. Guy brings onions to his house. Onions are not mukseh. Guy brings a pile of onions in his house on Shabbat and puts them in a pile. He did anything? So therefore... <clears throat> what are you telling me? Well, they, don't, they don't go together. Shabbat and Maaseh don't go together. Uh, so, so what are you going to tell me? You're going to come and tell me, Melechet Mahshevet Asra Torah. That when it came to Shabbat, it's only when you do a melacha. When you're piling something, that's not considered a melacha. You didn't do anything, uh, I don't know, professional or, or productive. It's not a melechet machshevet. We learned the melachot from the mishkan. That was all professional work. Melechet machshevet. So therefore, when you're piling onions, that's not a melachah. So therefore, when you're peeling barley by hand, and therefore, for obligation, melechet machshevet asra Torah, and therefore the Torah said only professional work will be asur, and therefore you won't have a problem. We nashi elamayit lachlememar afagav. To the maaser have ya melacha l'shabbat lo have melacha. Right. The melechet machshevet shehi melechet pumanut asat Torah shenismecha parashat shabbat the melechet hamishkan bevayakel v'hata melechet machshevet kiti. And therefore what? So here too, when the guy's peeling the barley, and what? Uh, it's going to be considered what? The final melachal, in Yan Maser. But it'll be permissible to do it on Shabbat. Why? Because Which means they don't go together. That's why we allow you to do it on Shabbat. Because Shabbat, what's the item that's koveya? Melechet machshevet. Professional work. I want to ask you a question. Piling onions is professional work. Piling, piling barley in your lap, in your hand, in a cup. Pile, answer the question. Piling barley in a cup. That's melechet machshevet? Absolutely not. That's why it's permissible. But inyan maaser? It's not a deed in melechet machshevet. In Maaseh, the rule is the final, uh, the final uh, preparation. In Maaseh, gentlemen, it's got nothing to do with professional work or not professional. It's got to do with the final stage. Whether it's an easy stage, not an easy stage. I agree. 
compiling is not such a great, uh, doesn't take great chokhmah, but that's what it is, the final stage. So therefore, it's possible, it will be considered gemar melacha, but le'enyan Shabbat, that needs melechem machshevet, it will not be considered a melacha. Baruch Adonai, Amen, Amen.